You ready? Uh. Uh. Did you have a, a blackboard like this, the rhyme like this. A what? A blackboard and chalk. Uh, yeah, Nick has one up in his wall here, actually. Okay, Alright, got the chalk. I'm ready. Yep. National championship next year, Jonah guarantee. From Michigan? Yes. If, if for the Michigan Wolverines? That was a that was an important question. <laughs> Because like, he usually be like, no, I just said national championship. Any team could have won it. Yeah, for Michigan, correct? <laughs> you haven't answered yet, so you're gonna, you're, you're trying to find a loophole. Thank you. What up? Cautiously optimistic, my favorite podcast of all time. Welcome back to Cautiously Optimistic. Episode 51. That's right, Sully. I am introducing this episode whether you like it or not. Whoa, aggressive. Okay. It's the Jonathan Broxton episode, you know what I'm saying? We, the Dodgers have had many good closers in their history. You know, you have Gagne. Javier. Okay, no. We have Kenley Jansen right now, of course. Uh, Jonathan Broxton held it down for like a year. I mean, it's longer than that. It's probably like two years. Yeah. And then... Uh, and then... <laughs> Face yeah. the Phillies in the playoffs. And I just feel like the one notable thing about Broxton is when you look at him, you can't help but just be amazed by the size of his thighs. They are yeah. the biggest legs I've ever seen on a baseball field, and I'd like to know like what size pants he wears because it's got to be <laughs> custom made. Like they're just they don't make yeah. pants like that. What was that poster? Um, you had it in your room, Nick. It was like I a did. western, and it was Boston. <laughs> oh yeah, and I think Hong Ethier Chi, Hong Chi Kuo. and Hong Chi Kuo. I think were the three. <laughs> no, there was another. It was another pitcher. It wasn't Ethier, right? Uh, I, I don't remember. I just remember Broxton and Kuo on there. It was hilarious. Yeah, I mean that's just like the collection of like early or like mid two thousand Dodgers, like yeah, like you know, or before the teens, I guess. Yeah, that's a great team to uh, just to appreciate what we have now with you know? exactly looking back. Looking uh, back at Broxton, I think is a good example, especially because we got to see Broxton. So many times after with like the Cardinals and Str- all that. Uh, I'm never going to forgive Broxton for his meltdowns in the playoffs against the Phillies back to back years. Not really his fault. Dude. Well, well, I don't know. I mean, he did give up the home run to Matt Stairs. I mean, it's and then his, he did he, give up like, the, the on field play double to fault, Jimmy Rollins. But him being in a situation, being trusted with the closing role <laughs> to the team that eventually would win the World Series. I guess that's true. I, I guess you're right. Looking yeah. back at it now you're that we have Kenley, possible, Kenley Jan. Are you okay? Uh, so, Sully's calling me out now. But I mean, before, you but started really aggressively, didn't you? But before the air... some aggression. Yeah, it's but, kind of weird. I don't get why you're bringing this up now. It's just strange. Hey, it's just, just hot. Hot to start here, anyway. Yeah, it's a, it's a hot start. It's, uh, a, it's a hot pod. Anything big happening in sports recently? Mm, Kenley uh, Jansen got an Instagram. Kenley got an Instagram. That's big. USC extending clay till yeah. 2023. Okay. Happy hey, about that, too. How do you feel about that? Back-to-back 10-1 seasons. Rose Bowl. Like, we're okay. We're going to make good. the playoffs next year. Ooh, that's a bold prediction. We had a, you know, it might be a, a, phone a teaser call, for later. A phone call earlier uh, before the podcast that with another big prediction about a national champion. So now I have dueling national champion picks. I didn't say we were going to win national championship yet. But you said playoffs. That's I true. said playoffs. That's true. You I said playoffs. Resisted a little bit. Yeah, I'm just I'm keeping it tampered so that you guys can all be surprised come tomorrow national signing or I guess today uh, yeah. national yeah. signing day as you wake up so as you see all this stuff it. and you see USC shoot above those ranks because we have a lot of silent commits coming 
uh, yeah. for your head top just, tomorrow. You know, Jesse's got that More tune for your head top. In, insider information on uh, you know USC scouting and recruiting. Uh, can you you know break any news right now for us? Can you? I could not break anything? any news, but I my my news breaking for you is yeah. that everybody been working hard on the trail. Shout out Gavin Morris. Shout out Easy. Shout out my boy Alex Rios. Yeah. They've been getting it done. Yeah. And you're going to see it all pay off tomorrow. How was, Today. Sorry. Yeah. How was Hawaii, though? You know, you just came from a basketball game and you were in the Hawaiian shirt. I'm assuming you came from the Maui Invitational. Yeah, how was our, it? Our listeners can see that. Straight off the Maui Invitational. Uh, <laughs> um, Sully with the comment. Uh, <laughs> I did say something. Thank you. You know, the game today, was, it, it didn't go as planned. You know, proud of our guys. They're, they went down early, fought back. You know what I'm saying? Some, some tough calls not going our way. Uh-huh. Uh that's tough, but you know we're Sorry. you know we'll, we'll live end, to see next end, year. It's always uh, Josh's fault. I feel like so. That's a hundred percent. And before we continue, though, fault. before we continue to talk about that big sporting event that happened recently, I think Sully and I we need to just come to terms. Like, are we are we good right now? Are we gonna oh, you don't keep bringing this up. Let's just keep rolling with the podcast, man. All right. As a third party, you know, yeah. not involved at all. Yeah. Uh, I think um, this has been a, an, an odd start. Yeah, Nick's kind of really picking at us. I don't understand why. Uh, I, I mean, just oh, I'm picking at it you. It was guys. a weird. It was a weird play to bring it back up after I thought we had yeah. all moved on from Strange. that start. Anyway, let's talk about right. some. You know, I feel like the Super Bowl has just been hammered in the ground at this point. But it was great a great game. Let's just. Uh, it was a great, great game. game. No, nope, we didn't want to see either team you know, win. At least uh, I didn't. I, yeah, I mean, I didn't love. You know, after what Philly did to the Vikings, I guess, you know, it is what it is. Better than Tom Brady winning, I think, essentially what it is. Uh, I think most people I talked to pretty much agreed with that. I think people were like, did you enjoy the Super Bowl? I was like, yeah, it was a good game. Tom Brady didn't win. They're like, yeah, yep, pretty was, much. You know, and that was like the, pretty much the conversation I had with like 25 people. Uh, and so, we had a we had a little back and forth on Twitter. And, yeah, and I want to say this, that uh, I didn't enjoy rooting for the Patriots. Yeah, you're trash. The whole time. But I, I would like to be. And I did have 20 on the Patriots as well. I'm glad you lost. I won all that money back on mid-game bets. Okay, that's nice. So it was great. So okay. I, I broke even. Uh, that's good, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I'm glad, you know, I think the, you know, the Patriots may be splintering as an organization now, or they could just be playing the continuous long con where, you know, they act like they're in trouble, and then eventually next year they just come back as strong as ever. You have to be seen. This offseason will be interesting. I think the first little piece of that is Josh McDaniels. Not, not going. Me. I think that biggest reason is because I think a lot of people think Belichick may step away after this year. McDaniels would step into that role, yeah. and I think that would make sense with him not taking the job today. Um, but Patricia is going to go to yeah. the Lions, which uh, pretty bad ending, pretty bad send off yeah. for him to go to Detroit. I do look like happens, I, I really enjoy him. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I, he was one, probably the only coach I enjoyed on the Patriots. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Nick, I think you're right. It was a bad send off, but I feel like that happens so often in the NFL. I mean, same thing with the Vikings' offensive coordinator. Um, you know, he got a head coaching job at, uh, and was announced before their uh, NFC Championship game, and we continue to put up uh, seven points after that. So yeah, it is what it is. Uh, we'll see. You know, it's a, it's a bigger body of work. But you know, as as good as the games were, <laughs> the game. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, we had a lot of. I think I, last year the commercial game I think was down. I think so in too. my eyes, and for even a couple of years, you know, there had been less yeah. gems. I think this year, even they, before, I think, we had such a hard time picking. Mm-hmm. That shows just how good they were. Yeah, and so we're going to run into start bench cut Super Bowl commercial edition. Uh, there was a lot of heat this year. It was we were, we were going over, like you said before, and picking a final three. But uh, we did settle on a three. All great ones. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the Eli Manning OBJ commercial. Yes, the classic the, dancing. You know, the dancing. It was, it was good. It was funny. The Bud Knight, Dilly Dilly. Dilly you know, Dilly. They came Dilly. with the heat. And then the Alexa commercial featuring Rebel Wilson, Cardi B, okay. um, uh, what's Homie's name? Anthony Gordon Ramsay. Anthony Hopkins. And, yeah. So there's some heat this year. Um, anybody want to start us off? 
You want to go ahead? You know? I'll start us off. Yeah, go ahead. Bro. I'll start us off. <laughs> go so, ahead. Start that thing. Off. Um, so this nice. Is, this Absolutely. is so tough. This is so tough to me. Um, because I don't want to. I don't want to cut any of these. Yeah, you can't, tough. it's tough to cut one of these. But if I had to cut one of them, um, I'm gonna have to cut the Bud Knight. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. dilly, dilly I'm sorry, but dilly, dilly. you know, I, I think while it was hilarious, I think the the ending wasn't as strong as it could have been. Where he does the thing with the sword. Yeah. Um, but the whole conversation where he's like, "Oh, no, I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta." Th-. That was hilarious. Yeah. Cut it there. You know. I That's you. my thoughts. I um, I'm going to start. My president, yeah. Cardi B, <laughs> in the Alexa commercial, she is flawless. She and I don't know. There's a side note that has nothing to do with commercial, but there's a quote where she there was, she had to make it claro for everybody. They're like, "Are you pregnant?" She was like, "No, I'm not pregnant. I'm just getting fat. Let me be fat." <laughs> I think that's her direct quote. Cardi's a legend, uh, um, and then so that means I'm going to bench. And the main reason I'm benching this is because it's two giants, Eli and OBJ. Yeah, they can't start. Okay, you know what I'm saying. But it was hilarious. I really did enjoy that. I thought yeah. Eli was funny. Yeah. He's not yet as funny as Peyton still, but... He's he's climbing. I think he's going into that part of his career where he realizes he's not as good as football, so he might as well just be funny off the field. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe... And Peyton, I think Peyton's going down because he's, he's in too many things. He's just running it into the ground. And those... Pro, those the same ones. It's, yeah, that, that one... He needs to disappear for a couple years and make an SNL appearance and then, you know... Body it, yeah. Back. By the way, quick shout out. Charles Barkley. Uh, first of March, I think, is going to be on SNL Ooh. with Migos as the musical artist. Wow. That's a great, that's that's a great, great lineup. Wow. So coming up. That's a great lineup. Uh, Nick, would you like to go? Sure, I would. Thank you very much, Absolutely. Sully. I appreciate the opportunity. No problem. I mean, it's just the etiquette of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. The opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm similarly going to cut Bud Knight. Uh, it was funny. It was good. You know, Bud Knight, he comes in. Um, dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. I just think it, it didn't offer that much to me. You know, it, it's like, Goes into the store, buys the drink, that comes out. Dilly, dilly. I don't know. I just didn't find it. I just it could have done could have done more. That's all. I'm, it was good. It was funny, but it could have done more. Subtle. I'm, I'm just gonna interrupt you quick. Subtle to me, best part. I don't know if you're gonna bring this up. I hope you weren't. Mm-hmm. Subtle best point of that was when he walks into the convenience store and the ding ding hits. <laughs> that was great. Go on. Yes. Um, dilly, dilly. I'm going to bench the Alexa commercial. I'm sorry, Jesse. It's tough. Uh, I did like it though. It was a long. It was a, one of the longer commercials, which meant you know they paid a lot of money for it, and so, and it seemed like they came through because people liked it, and obviously we liked it. We chose that as one of our start. Yeah, it's all day. You already know. Yeah, so they they got a return on their investment. Um, they got a lot of good celebrities in that one, and uh, they got their money's worth. I feel like out of it, people enjoyed it. But I have to start uh, Odell Beckham and Eli Manning. I think once we everyone saw that appear on the TV with Eli Manning. During the Super Bowl, uh, the Patriots were destined to lose because Eli beats Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. And uh, uh, the Dirty Dancing, it was just kind of a troll job, too, because it's like the Giants are the Giants are getting love on a commercial when, you know, it's a Super Bowl and they're never going to be in the Super Bowl. I mean, they have been, but at this point, they're kind of just not as good. Eli's not as good, as we mentioned. Um, and, yeah, Dirty Dancing reenactment, I, I thought that was hilarious. And the, the lift in the end, uh, Eli lifts up OBJ. So I enjoyed it. I'll start that one. Wow, Nick, that was a. I really appreciate that list and the research you did. That was just very well thought out. Thank you. Oh, please. I was I was not expecting. You know, when we were talking about like when I was going in, we we're oh, we're gonna do Super Bowl today. Yeah. You know, uh, the the phrase "return on investment." <laughs> yeah. I was not expecting yeah, that to come in today. He brought in the financial side, the Darren Robell move right there. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Uh, okay, so my start bench cut. Uh, I'm gonna cut. 
OBJ wow. and, and Eli. I, you know, to me, it was like, I get it, you know, Eli can't really dance, had to do routine down, and, I, you know, the behind the scenes is fun because he, like, learned it all in three hours, and apparently he was actually lifting up OBJ. Like, I get it. It's cool. Um, I don't know. It, it, it didn't do it as much for me as other ads did. I appreciate it, though, and I appreciate the, uh, the thought and effort there. Mm-hmm. My favorite part about that, I think, was the uh, New York Post uh, Times, or New York Post headline, or sorry, front page the next day, was a uh, Giants win again, and then also like in a small font below, it was like Patriots lose Super Bowl or whatever it was. Yeah. So uh, that was solid. I'm gonna bench Bud Knight. Dilly dilly. How do you do it? I like Bud Knight. Dilly dilly is a big part of I think the culture these days. You know, you everywhere you go outside, big kind of social event, you pretty much always hear it at this point. Uh, dilly dilly. You gotta respect dilly. it. Um, I think it, it has a lot, of, like you said, Jesse, a lot of small little details. The, the, small, the, the small details are great. Are make it. The guy who's covered in stuff, he yells dilly dilly. I did it when he exits the store. All that good stuff in there. Even the little end last line is funny. And, of course, you got to start Alexa. I don't think there's a, anything else you can do. Oh, that's do. right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why you're so upset. Yeah, I thought. I, I was really thinking. Confused. I was thinking completely different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah you yeah. know, Cardi B absolutely nails it. You know, she is the star of the ad. The yeah. Mars conversation is great. How far is Mars? Well, how am I supposed to know? I've never been there. This guy want to go to Mars. <laughs> For what? There's not even oxygen there. The country music part is fantastic. We're actually play some country music. Oh, I don't dance now. I make money moves. No, no. We're actually country music. I be in the nothing dance so much I know they tired of me. And of course, Anthony Hopkins at the end, just there. That was fantastic with the peacocks. It's just creepy and, and lovely. The peacocks were hilarious. Can I have, a, I have to admit something to you guys Go ahead. about Cardi B. Um, so I've you know, been enjoying her music throughout the past several months, as many people have. But I never really heard her talk. And the first time I did, I was very surprised um, just in the way she speaks. Not Nothing wrong with it, but I was not expecting her to... Wait. <laughs> are you hating? What are you talking about? Oh, I don't know. She just seems like unaware of a lot of like. She just seems very aloof, very aloof. I'm gonna let. I'm not even gonna touch on this one. That's a that's that's you. Uh, so I think does, Alexa, does she does she have a plan when she goes into an interview? Like does she? I don't know. She just seems like she doesn't know. She seems like she's she makes these good songs and then she talks, but she's like two years old. I don't understand. Oh. Let the record be known that my hands are uh. in my face. <laughs> what, you guys, this is the you guys don't face palm. You guys don't agree with that. No. <sighs> what do you guys think when she talks in an interview? She doesn't. She doesn't have. She doesn't hold back. Yeah. She says really. what she's thinking, and she doesn't care if anybody. But she makes anything. like weird sound effects and stuff. <laughs> like, are you mad? Though? Yeah, like tons of, of people do that. I feel like. I don't think tons of people make sound effects in interviews. I could. I could probably pull four different <laughs> sounds that you made in this podcast already. Like, yeah. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Random things like that. Strange that are, noises you make at times. What strange noises are you talking about? Have you about? never listened to an episode of this before? You I, do this all the time. Like like breathing and like sighing and like... Look, look. Cardi... Cardi... That's not, that's not the same as Cardi B's ad libs or whatever different. she does. So are you mad at the way like Quavo speaks? <sighs> like when Offset does an ad lib, are you mad at that? I can't. In the song, it's different. If you're talking in everyday Cardi, life. Cardi is a li- like... Just appreciate it for what it's worth, you know? Her interviews are gold. Because she just says what's on her mind and she doesn't care about... She, she's, she hasn't had media training. Mm-mm. 
Or if she has, she doesn't care about it, which is even better. Like, she's just out here talking. She's just loving life. Yeah. She's blowing up. She's just, she can do no wrong. Yeah, this is a interesting interesting take there, Nick. Well, I like Cardi B. For the record, I enjoy Cardi B's music. I think she's blown up for sure. I'm just, her interviews are I was just, better. I was just she surprised. Listen to this episode. Yeah, she probably wouldn't be too happy after this. We love you, Cardi. Yeah, shout out Cardi, man. Um, beyond that, any other Super Bowl points you guys are down to talk about? For me, the only other big thing I think was Kevin Hart trying to get on stage. Uh... To all the kids out there, I just want to say don't drink. Hilarious. The interview in the NFL Network uh, stage was absolutely hilarious. Hilarious. And then after... Whoever gave him a mic? Yeah. What were you thinking? How did you not realize within two seconds of talking to him, he was going there? And then afterwards, he went on... on he, I don't know what he posted on IG or something. Oh, he, he was, was like... Wild in video. He was like, man... You know, when alcohol's in your system, you do dumb stuff. Me trying to go on stage with the trophy... It's definitely in the top two stupidest things I've ever done, but who cares? The Eagles won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm still a little tipsy, but the world can kiss my ass. Yeah, wear your socks. Shut up, bitch. I ain't got socks on because I'm tipsy. Yeah. That was funny, too. Like The yeah. whole Kevin Hart night was great. Yeah, yeah. I think the selfie kid was pretty amazing with Trash. Justin Timberlake. You didn't like yeah, the selfie yeah, kid? always pick out something like this. It happens at, at events like wow, this. Wow, you got... You don't like my takes today, so you don't like you don't like anything that's really happening over I've here. Done nothing would be nice to you, and you just start. You even just started the podcast. You're like, I don't know. The selfie He's kid not wrong. was. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, it's like a cute. It's a fun story that news networks can run with. Have him on Good Morning America. He was booked by 8 p.m. that evening. Yeah. Next day, so. <laughs> Arash found him. Shout out Arash. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Arash, Arash would find him. The yeah. Next point there is that Arash wanted found the selfie and put it up before anyone else. Uh, and he's a kid's a Patriots fan. I don't know. Uh, it, yeah, it is what it is. I just think. Twitter during any Super Bowl is a great time. Just I think, yeah, going on that for the selfie kid, the memes of him looking yeah. at his phone with the other things next to it. I didn't love that meme, honestly. I mean, that was the best. It was the it. biggest it thing, the but it was like, to me, it was just like, none of them were really that funny. No, I mean, it was like three or four good ones. It yeah. wasn't like some that you're going to see for weeks coming. It was just time and time and place, pretty much. Philadelphia went crazy with the celebrations, of course. Mm-hmm. The Ritz Carlton awning being torn down by everybody. Oh, God. Yeah, so that's Super Bowl. I think that we covered that enough, just as everyone else did. Uh, now we're going to switch over uh, to a little NBA action, specifically the Lakers, who uh, once again today were caught doing a little tampering. Um, and I don't know about you guys. But, tampering was dumb. Yeah, I don't, this one was, was kind of silly to me. I, you know, the league, I understood the Paul George one. Yeah, Paul George, I get more so than this. This is really just what it, he answered a question. Yeah. What are you supposed to say? Like, what are you supposed to say? Now, Jonas is bad. I hope he, you know, doesn't do well. I hope he doesn't come to the Lakers. What is it like? You specifically say that. How do you feel about it? He's like, oh, no comment about your random innocent question about Giannis. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the league, obviously, you know, having a presence like Rob Polinka and Magic Johnson in the front office of the Lakers has rattled, rattled Adam Silver a bit, but, uh, it is what it is. I think if cash. I think if yeah, I mean I think if Magic Johnson wasn't too worried about the five hundred dollar five hundred thousand dollar fine for Paul George, this one was only fifty thousand, so it's even less. It's like a penny to Magic Johnson, so mm-hmm. I don't think they're worried about. It. And hey, I don't know if you guys saw Giannis' dunk tonight over uh, Tim Hardaway oh, Jr. Hardaway. Literally jumped over the guy on yeah. an alley oop. R.I.P. Tim. As I, as I tweet as I tweeted, you know, I would I would definitely talk about that even if I got a tampering fine, just so people can see that dunk. I highly suggest you look at it. It was pretty amazing. I do love the. Let me run back my tweet vocally on the podcast. Yeah. Plug, self-plug, shameless. Yeah. Um, the other thing you wrote down... It's been done before in other podcasts by like all of us. You have won 10 of 14 without Lonzo. I think the way you worded that, you're trying to get at something there. 
I'm just saying, it's two facts. They have won 10 of 14, and they have won 10 of 14 without Lonzo Ball. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm encouraged by that, actually. And in the beginning, they couldn't win, they couldn't That's win without him. Well. I mean, I'm encouraged. I mean, like, look, we're, I mean, last I saw, we were six games out of the playoffs. Yeah. And they also, you know, lost the first, what, eight games without Lonzo? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it is just an encouraging sign. Uh, I really uh, would rather not see Tyler Ennis play any more point guard this season. Um, <laughs> I agree. Uh, you know, Lonzo is fine there. Uh, yeah, it's. I think more so than anything, it's just encouraging to see the team kind of come together. Kuzma, Ingram getting buckets as usual, uh, but even more so now with Alonzo there to set them up, you know, kind of do it more on their own. Um, it's good to see, and it's you know the Lakers are it, you know inching back. I don't know that. Well, I mean the thing is, there. the Clippers are ahead of them, and the Pelicans are ahead of them. Pelicans without Boogie, yeah, and they're both going to fade. And, and then beyond that, they just have to outdo the Jazz, and yeah. they're in the playoffs. Pretty much. Uh, There's only like, three teams that are really ahead of them, like the Nuggets and the Seven. Yeah. And, like, I don't see us catching the Nuggets. No. Well, the Nuggets would be the seven if we hop yeah, the Pelicans exactly. and the Clippers. I uh, quickly want to mm-hmm. run back to Giannis. Did you guys see him uh, refuse to take the photo uh, mm-hmm. with the kid wearing the big baller brand hoodie? A true legend. Yeah. yeah. Well, he just put the Greek freak hoodie on yeah, it. Yeah. He refused to take a photo. It's more so like, hey, let me get him. Well, yeah. cut, let, me, let me cover this hoodie. With yeah. You. I'll give yeah. you mine. So. Uh, yeah, and that's just cool. Giannis. More so just came out with there. I don't think it was yeah. really like a shot at BBB. It's just like, you know, big up. Uh, yeah, I thought it was funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, you know. I feel like a lot of NBA players are just not too down with BBB. You know, I mean, even the, even the Lakers players make fun of Lonzo. They poke fun at him for it, you know. I also, is this a new thing yeah. where we're all just calling it BBB? I thought we were calling him Triple B. Triple B. Big baller. I've never heard BBB. Triple B's in this thing, man. <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't know. That's kind of odd. BBB. <laughs> Anyway, I think, yeah, you know, they do poke fun of him, but the Lakers as a team, you know, the whole Slender Man, the whole Kuzma's jacket, they make fun yeah. of each other. Yeah, that's great. And that's, you know, being a triple B for you just there, that's the most obvious thing to make fun of Alonso beyond his dad. I think that's probably a little sore subject, yeah. kind of rapping, but more, you know, a lot of NBA players are coming out with raps this time, athletes even. You know, came out, Cole Beasley came out with an album the other day. Uh, so if you want to take a listen to that's that. That's horrendous. Yeah, yeah, the whole, you know. Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott quote tweeted it, put it out there. So the Cowboys at least and repping for him. Just to wrap up the Lakers, just a few more moves here. You know, uh, it is the trade deadline coming up this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether or not the Lakers are going to make any moves, there was also a report that came out today that said they're focusing more on the 2019 free, free agent class, but of course would not be LeBron and all that talk that's been going around. Uh, do you guys think the Lakers should make a trade? And do you think it's smart of them to, if this report is true, to focus not on this summer but next summer? I don't mind them coming out and saying it just because, I mean, I don't think it means anything. And, like, uh, it's a preemptive thing, like, hey, and I don't, maybe this isn't their thinking, but it's, hey, maybe if we don't sign LeBron or Paul George, mm-hmm. guys, don't get mad. Like, don't don't overreact kind of thing. Like, it's yeah. a preemptive, just in case we don't get who you all want, we're focusing on next summer. I think it's and then when it comes around to that, it's like they can make another statement. Exactly. It's just another way for them to kind of, like, shuffle the deck and, and not allow people to understand what they're trying to get at for this offseason. I don't think that anyone would just be like, no, nah, I'm going to pass on 2018 with all the talent in it. And for the Lakers, kind of be like, oh, you know, we're not going to do it. It's like almost the, uh, it, you know, it's like uh, the long con there. It's like negging, whatever you want to call it, this self-jinx sort of, or like, you know, unjinxing. They're just saying like, you know, we're not interested. And then when the time comes, they've been talking behind the scenes with LeBron, swoop right in and get him. Yeah, swoop exactly. right in with Paul George and get him. It's just how it goes. Um, but as far as the other teams, I think, you know, the Clippers, as far as the LA teams, are a little more interesting at the deadline. As far as if DeAndre Lou, yeah. DeAndre and Lou are going to go, I still think that one of them is going to be on the Cavs by the you know the end of this week. I don't see how the Cavs don't make a move. And besides getting like Tyreek Evans, I guess is the other name floating around a lot yeah. as far as high-profile players or in that range, I guess for what's available right now. 
Um, but I just think DeAndre makes sense for that team because of how Tristan would. played. And that it's just about what they would. I mean, I heard some some nice offers that the Clippers didn't take. Uh, yeah, I've seen so that it's too. it's what are they going to give up? Like, I don't think they they, they don't yeah, want to give up yeah. Jr. Tristan in a pick. Yeah, the Cavs are definitely Which trying. One thing that I saw they offered. So it's yeah. like if they're not going to take that, you have to give up more than that for DeAndre. Yeah, Cavs are definitely trying to do something. It's getting the chaos is getting worse. We talked about it last week, and it's just gotten worse in that past week. You know, that there's a report that said LeBron is yelling at team officials in meetings now, and, yeah. and I don't know. It just it seems like something has to happen. There has to be a breaking point coming soon. I'm so. not even mad because it just means he's good. Right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. One thing I want to say, I guess, just about the trade line, line I maybe you can call it a hot take, maybe you can't. I think the Pistons are going to be like a top three team in the East in the next two years. Undefeated like, without Blake so far. And with Blake. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a <laughs> they like that combination of Blake and Drummond is just like what I think uh, Anthony Davis and Demarcus uh, Cousins was supposed to be, and I think that's because Blake has played as a big man his whole career already, and Trist or and uh, yeah, DeAndre, yeah. so he just knows what to do. And Drummond is so nasty and has so much talent and skill on the offensive side, whereas DeAndre just kind of dunks a lot. Yeah, that it is even better. And if Blake's gonna make his threes like he's doing this season. They're going to be nasty. If they can add like a wing and a ball handler, they're going to have a really good team coming up. Especially in the East, that's just now going to get even weaker when LeBron goes to the West next season. That and even this year, like they're going to they're going to come into the playoffs and they're going to make some noise, probably. I think definitely. So that'll be interesting. It'll be a fun little week to watch what happens and if anything happens. The NBA is so hard to make those pieces fit together with all the contracts and everything yeah. expiring contracts. So we shall see. We got a, a segment we're bringing back for you. Haven't touched on it yet this season, but bring it back. We, bring it we back. We also we for, we missed the start of hockey season. Uh-huh. I think they played like four or five games so far, but we're bringing it back. <laughs> what the puck? What the puck? And, you know, this week we're just going to touch on, of course, the uh, home team here, the LA Kings. And mm-hmm. they had a Dodgers night the other oh, day. Makes Dodgers sense. Are, are coming back. You know, they want to feel it out. We were uh, at FanFest, two or three of us, Jesse. <laughs> uh, we're at FanFest. And so, you know, the Dodger, the Kings players came out in Dodgers warm up. Pretty fresh hockey. Uh, what are they called? They're not uh, jerseys. Shirts. Shirt, no, 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 no. Jerseys? Sweaters. Jerseys? Sweaters. Sweaters. They sweaters. Sweaters. They were sweaters. Sweaters. Um, so, yeah, you know, they just uh, they had slap, wrist shots, slap shots, and, uh, you mm-hmm. know, checks on the board, uh, high sticking. One-timers, yeah. One-timers, one time for the one time. It just a bunch of hockey two. guys. Yeah, hockey guys, you know, spitting, you know, out their teeth and stuff, so. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, the Kings had a Dodgers night. Dodgers night, and, yeah. Yeah, what the puck? What the puck? What the puck? I'm taking some Laker game tonight. I gotta, I gotta go. It was, a, it was a Christmas present for my dad. <laughs> and with that... We're going to wrap this podcast up with a quick uh, fast food flavor and super hot, interesting takes and shout-outs combined. You know, uh-huh. you know we can't let uh, the drive through guru escape this podcast without talking about fast food. So yep. what, what do we got on the fast food flavor this week? Well, I was heading over. Uh, I, was, I was leaving my house yesterday, and I, I get a tweet that says, going live. How we doing? Uh, for some Taco Bell, some nacho fries. Shout-out to our boys at the Let's Be Frank pod uh-huh, for trying out – uh, the fries bell grande was a fun surprise. I tuned yeah. in just to hear him talk about the fries. Absolutely, they're talking about the fries for a little bit, the seasoning, which yeah. I completely agree with. Uh-huh. And then boom, they break it out. The fries bell grande. Absolutely. Um, so we just want to give a quick shout out to them uh, for trying it live on the pod. And, uh-huh. and you know, I couldn't agree more. I knew I loved the uh, comparison between the crinkle cut at Del Taco, the side by side. You got to get that. Um, and I agree with you guys. I think that the fries at a Taco Bell or, or slight edge right now. I know they're new, so it's something that we got to really feel out through time. But, you know, I agree with you guys, both of you Franks uh, mm-hmm. out there, 
It's been wisdom on those fries, Bill Grande. Yeah, quite frankly, they were just on point there. So. Wow, I see what you did. Yeah, I'm sure you did. I see what you did. Yeah, you probably heard it too. <laughs> um, I got and just a quick shout out: Chico State baseball back in action, two and one opening weekend. So off to a winning start as always. Uh, that's about it. You know, I think I know one player personally really well on the team. Not this one, so feeling older. Yeah, uh, I know as many coaches as I do players. Probably more coaches. Probably. Um, so shout out, Jose. You're a bum, but uh, keep doing your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sounds good. Um, I know, despite Jesse having to leave this podcast in the middle of the recording, you know, we weren't going to wait another few more days to do this. We are cautiously optimistic. We want to bring you this content as soon as possible, so we will release this episode. Uh, it's, you know, we deal with stuff. Sometimes things come up, but... We never keep you guys waiting. Yeah, never, never. And I'm going to come with the heat from the Laker again next time. You know, I'm going to talk about how... I'm assuming Lonzo is well is not playing. I'm yeah. assuming Brandon Ingram is going to have a nice 25 yeah. point game. Yeah, Kuz the same. So Jesse may even put up a, like a photo or something on Instagram story. Yeah. We Jess, shall see. He just yeah, might do that. We, we shall see. Maybe we shall see. I'm going to keep you guys. I'm going to keep you guys guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would be wonderful, Jess. We really appreciate that. So that's going to wrap up episode 51. A nice little quick midweek snack for you right now. Ooh. Just like Jonathan Broxton, a little snack running in from the bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Sensual. Oh, wow. Yeah, I like it's it. It's Tasty Tuesday here, but like it'll be Wednesday it. when you listen to it. So yep. it's Wild Wednesday. You know how that goes. Episode 51 in the books. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Rate, subscribe, all that good stuff. Comment, stars. Rate, subscribe. We really want you guys' reviews. Not negative, positive. We don't care. Just give it to us. We'll give it back to you. We'll. Um, oh, okay. Pause. Whoa. Pause. Whoa. And with that, we always give you guys content. I'm not pausing that. We give you guys what you need and what you want. Well, you said you oh. give it to us and we'll give it back is what you yeah. said. So. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's, those are next words. Yep. And uh, yep. that's going to wrap up episode 51. What an episode. <laughs> I say it's still like, you give it to us and we'll give it right back to you. Don't get comfortable. Look.